Hello, I am Amanda Wacker. Hola, I am Lenise Castro. Sadika, I'm Asama Lekpua. And we are the Triplicates. Welcome to the seventh episode of season two of the Triplicates podcast. We are three first gen women of color currently in the second year of our PhD program at the University of California, San Diego. episode we reflected on our 2021 calendar year and what a year it was truly yep and in this episode we'll be talking about how we're doing this winter quarter and it's barely started but there are lots of new things happening this quarter it's I feel like I feel like we started school really early yeah do y'all before. not start the first week of January? No, like no. I came from a semester system, so we would start like in the middle of January. Oh, our semester system yeah. in Florida at least started first week of January. Or like, but I think right schools after. like in the South start like earlier, like mm-hmm. in the year two. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like San Jose, um, San Jose State um, starts t- like Thursday or like something. Like yeah, that. yeah. And we were like a whole month into being here. Yeah. It's been rough. This quarter is uh, kicking my butt. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> today? Rough. Today was rough. It's fine. How's lab stuff going? <laughs> now I want to know what happened today. What do you mean? It's just Monday. It's just oh. a busy day. It's yeah. a Monday. It's Monday of Mondays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a real okay. um, day. We can start with, uh, we all, I think, or I guess, unless you go into lab before said thing, we all start our day academically wise with Sonia's class or the class that we're currently all taking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, should we, we can get to lab, but um, should we talk about that just because it's a commonality? Yeah. It's the start of our day. I love taking a class cool. with y'all. Same. It's very fun. The group um, chat so- be popping. The group chat yeah. do be popping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess to explain a little bit to your listeners what our class is, it's slight, it's different from the normal classes you think that biology PhD students are going to take, right? You think molecular biology and genetics and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but this one's cool. It's about social issues in biology, which is something that we informally talk about amongst ourselves quite often. Um, but something that we don't usually formally speak on in a classroom where we see mm-hmm. the same people over and over again, and we're able to kind of facilitate conversation. So that's why it's so exciting. And it's nice to have Amanda and Asama there. Um, what is, what are your favorite things about the class or least favorite if there are any Asama, Ama? Hmm. Well, with only meant like what three times as a class so yeah. I feel like my categories are still building but mm-hmm. so far I think my favorite is just like seeing how honest and vulnerable and just like how willing to talk each person is because I've seen 
some people in my like other classes or I have um, taught a class with them, but we never really had dedicated time to think deeply about these topics. So mm-hmm. I gained a lot of appreciation and respect for everyone like being open and sharing. And it's also really nice to like hear it from like guest speakers or like faculty because it never happened until this class. Um, my least favorite, I guess the fact that we have to like um, submit question on this very particular website because mm. I feel like it's kind of like hard to navigate at first. And when people ask their list of questions, like the way that everything is compiled is like hard to find. So like right now it doesn't really affect me as much, but like as a presenter in the future, I feel mm-hmm. like it's going to take me some time to like figure out that very particular system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Amanda? Um, interesting that you're clocking perusal for... <laughs> Not these names. Actually... No, it's fine. But like my favorite thing actually is that I can see everyone's comments on the paper. And it's like, I think, and like we had our first uh, set of paper discussions today and like we barely talked about anything that anyone said on the, on the website. Exactly. Like, so, so that's why it was like, hmm. But I kind of liked being able to, like, even if we didn't get to talk about it in class, I thought it was great to be able to see like what people are thinking. And um, I don't like that we have to ask two questions. Like I'd rather just be like, oh, engage with the thing. Cause yeah. like, I, I didn't have a lot of questions. It was more like, why did they, like, I could make up a question of like, why did they do it like that? But I was more like, I think this is like a bad setup. They could have done it this way. Or, you know, like, the methods mm-hmm. aren't sound or like this doesn't make any sense but like to like think yeah. of a question it seems kind of forced especially to make everyone in the class think of two questions that are different than the other question like you know um yeah. but I understand like you have to have something some metric mm. to tell people what to do um so I get that but yeah I even like we it was our, our comments or questions were due on Thursday and I went Friday morning to see what everyone said because I was actually interested in like seeing what people like found you know, like just what they thought about the papers because they were like interesting papers or like papers that um, one of them was one of the retracted papers that we talked about like in our <laughs> our like first episode or in the trailer um, of November like 2020 uh, about yes. the like mentorship, like women mentors being detrimental to their protégés. Yep. <laughs> um, that paper is our podcast uh, timer. Yeah, that it really is. When did that one paper come out? <laughs> that was when our first episode dropped. Uh, Very fitting. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I, I I think it's a great class. I think it's a great idea. And I think it's great at this level to be discussing um, these topics in depth uh, and not just like, oh, here's the training or here's like a one day workshop. Like here's a continuous discussion that we want to have with um, people that make up our university. So I think it's cool. So what's your least favorite? having to write two questions okay got it oh wait also like just to be clear (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. uh no I don't know if somebody listened to this I'm sorry (laughs) um I think the thing that I also don't like is like these topics are not light topics and it's kind of just like in the middle of the day and now I'm like kind of angry and like just have to go through the rest of my day being upset that like people don't respect women in STEM so yeah. it's kind of it's kind of tough I think we definitely need like maybe like the last 10 minutes we all just like debrief or like watch some meditation video together on youtube or like something like that um is what maybe i would suggest yeah i agree i think the thing i like 
most and least about the class are the same thing, which is confusing. Um, but like to reiterate what Amanda's saying, it's like nice to have the space to talk about this and have a continuous conversation where you can respond to each other via a like text and also like vocal conversation later in class is nice. Um, but that being said, having these conversations is really heavy and it's like a big emotional mental toll to have before lunch. <laughs> during lunch. Um, so <laughs> during lunch, I guess for some, yes, that's true. Uh, so it's, it's a lot, but I think it's, it's important. Um, I wish the class was made up of more people that need to educate themselves slash they're not going to voluntarily take this class I know but I don't know what to tell you I know yeah exactly and you're about to get angry about it right now so like what's up (laughs) like you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) what can you do I think it's important and I wish that the people that actually need to hear these conversations were there but I guess the people who are passionate about these things are the people who it's literally their lived experience i.e. us so Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough out here, bro. Um, but some yeah. people do. Some people are there, and you can tell that they want to learn. I think. Yeah, really and I love taking that. in, soaking. In. Yeah, I think it's the one class where women of color are the ones speaking the most. I don't know if you even noticed. It's just yeah. like us going pop, 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 pop. It's fun. After the class, Osama went to lab. <laughs> so now do you want to give everyone an update on how lab life is going? Okay, everyone, you should like tune in to our YouTube to see like just <laughs> all these animations that Lenise put on to ask the question. Maybe we'll unpack that in a little bit. But I went to lab. Um, I recently switched into a new thesis lab. So as a second year, it feels like I'm learning everything new. But at the same time, it feels like I'm coming home because it's in the field that I worked in before coming to grad school. And I clicked really well with like all the grad students and the postdoc and the people in the lab. So it's been great. Um, I'm working on a couple of projects that all lead to um, making our understanding of the microbiome a bit better in terms of their function and not just Mm -hmm. like, okay, here is some dirt or here is yogurt, what's in it? Mm -hmm. So going beyond that, we're trying to figure out how is each bacteria or like family of bacteria interacting with one another? So we use genetic tools, we use computational methods, we use mathematical modeling. Ooh. So I'm thrilled to be learning all of that, which also means I'm humbled every day of the week <laughs> because I'm like, what does this mean? So just trying to get used to that. Um, on the bright side, though, I feel like I'm being trusted to train undergrads, which I will will go into in a little bit, and also to offer um, my experience or like ways that I have found to be working like really well in industry or like in my previous lab, like how to organize or like create different systems in the lab. So there's a good balance of 
being the student or being the teacher, which I really enjoy. But like I said, it's a lot to learn. So my brain is constantly like racing. Um, what about you, Lanise? Um, <clears throat> kind of Ellen's lab. Um, and so me and Amanda or Aina Sama did this last quarter. Um, minus and one, I, I saw, this. oh, it's an instructional assistant. Is that correct? Instructor yeah. assistant? Instructional? I think it's instructional consistent. Okay. AKA TA, but we're not like legally yeah. allowed to say that. So I, um, <laughs> anyways, um, so that's what we do. Basically we are there to run discussions because we go to such a large university where there's, I mean, Amanda has 500 students in your class. Mm-hmm. I have like about a hundred something. So discussions are supposed to be a, a smaller classroom where you can talk m- just in a smaller class size with the instructor mm-hmm. and get your questions answered mm-hmm. um, and rehear the content and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Sama did this did, did this last quarter and me and Amanda were just like on the sidelines being like, dang, you go girl, you're doing this, watching her, you know, Thanks. just but you are doing some other big important things. So well, yes. yes. But like seeing you and then now experiencing it i was like damn what's that i get it i get it you were doing a lot of work i I was constantly grading because i was the slowest at reading like handwritten answers you were grading handwritten answers Mm -hmm. i don't even read it if it's handwritten i'm just giving options right to like type the answers in a word doc or like in Mm -hmm. a pdf Mm -hmm. or they can print it out and Mm -hmm. like scan it back in yeah. Bless their yeah. little heart yeah. to the people who print it out, write in their answer, scan it, upload it on yeah. the internet. And then every time I download their file, my computer just takes like a two minute nap. Oh so no. I had to buy a new computer, but it's fine. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Wait, can I ask follow up questions, Lenise? Um, can I get back to lab and then you can ask follow up question? Unless it's about lab. It's about IA. Yeah. Oh, okay. Should we wait to do that since... I mean, we're talking. You can talk about whatever you want. It's okay. our show. Oh, yeah. Actually, I agree. We can wait, do let me finish lab stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of lab things. Okay, okay tell me I'm about crazy. lab girl. What's up? I'm crazy <laughs> and I'm trying to balance producing lots of data um, and progressing cool. my project. Not fast, but like I want to get my project to a certain point and I thought I'd be at that point before we left for winter break. Mm-hmm. Um. Writing takes up a lot more time. So mm-hmm. that did not get there. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm playing this, like, I need to do this much lab and I need to IA. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been a lot of back and forth from lab. But um, my cloning that I t- was hope- wanted to kind of get done before leaving for winter break didn't get done by then. But now I think it's progressing. So that's exciting. Um, cloning this next uh gene is going to um or protein uh, depends how you look at it is gonna really help me move my project forward so i'm excited for what's what's to come but damn is it draining trying to like <laughs> balance cloning doing transfections and running home to do ia stuff yeah wait clarify again what is cloning what is transfection? cloning is, folks. so yeah cloning is basically making a plasmid 
Um, Girl, or you have a backbone. You already started. You, no one I knows know. what these words what mean. I do? Just be putting a DNA okay. thing into another DNA thing. DNA in another yes. little. That's exactly. So I yeah. have these cells. They do not have this protein, this DNA thing, but I want them to have it. So I'm yeah. going to clone it from something else, bacteria, yeah. yes. and then put it into these cells so yes. that Copy I can paste. express it. Copy paste. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm doing, which can be tedious. Sometimes you grow things and you're like, nothing grew. Let's start over. Yes, it's so humbling. Yes. Yeah. Science humbles me every day. Someone yeah, had to. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Stop. Uh, Maybe that's why we're pursuing a PhD. The universe knew that we needed to be humbled. We were too uh, powerful. No, God took away my spelling abilities. So that was for me. <laughs> that's what. Okay. That I, have was a, I have a running joke. I have a running joke with my advisor that I can't spell and he can't count. So okay. we're made. So, yeah, we're we can't do it all. <laughs> yeah he told me that one of my essays was two pages it was three I was like sir I don't have space for another page and I'm tired <laughs> no it all worked out anyways okay Asama well my follow-up question was like briefly like why why are your class sizes like so drastically different like is this like a UC oh. thing mm. is it like depending on the class, depending on requirement, is it different yeah. levels? Just to like give people some mm-hmm. context of why there's so many yeah. students. I can address that. I'm the one with mm-hmm. 567 students. Um, so Lenise's class is an upper division class. My class mm. is like intro bio. It's like cell biology and like everyone has to take it. And then also non-majors take this class to fulfill like a, a required some sort some type of like science requirement that they have to do but mm-hmm. also the professor I teach for has two like lecture classes back to back so each lecture class has like 260 like 200 something students and what happens is instead of doing like separate classes what she did is like okay there's like lecture at three o'clock and there's lecture at four o'clock but put all of the TAs, all or the IAs, all of the discussion sections, all of the office hours together. So um, like there's just one canvas for both like lectures and like they have what? to do the same. Yeah. They have to do the same assignments and everything's like the same. They just like on their class code, it's like a different thing. Um, so, yeah. So I'm, I'm grading students that like, I, I technically am in an IA for the 4 PM lecture, but a lot of the stuff I grade is like for the 3 PM lecture. And then I have two discussion sections because I'm a graduate student, but those would have been people who were in my 4 p.m. like lecture class anyways. Um, but yeah, we just all, all of the IAs work together to grade all like 500 something like papers and biology journals and tests and all that stuff. Um, so it's just more of like a, a team than just, okay, I'm going to have everyone do the same thing twice. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. It's pretty efficient. So how are lab stuff? This is actually the best that lab stuff has been going for me, which is weird because I am barely in lab right now. But like that's things are, great. Yeah. Um, so like we last quarter, it was a lot of us doing stuff and not really sure if we were looking at anything. Um, so I do a lot of microscopy experiments and we're looking for things moving in a circle. Um, and we kind of scaled back um, and we were doing like control experiments of just the thing that moves in a circle instead of the thing that moves in a circle and the thing that moves it. Um 
So, yeah. And it looked like our control experiments, things are like just based on like Brownian motion and like water molecules moving around. It looks like things are going the way they're supposed to. Um, so uh, a lot of stuff has been happening to me, like my personal life. Like I got COVID. I sprained my knee. I have to go to the dentist for all this stuff because I'm so stressed. I clenched my jaw so tight. I broke fillings in the back of my mouth. You're so powerful. Um, I'm so strong. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I like, it's like, I'm going to the dentist tomorrow. So like, that's like my whole lab day Tuesday is like, just like dead, you know? Um, mm. And then also like I'm teaching and I have class. So like I basically don't go to lab Monday, Wednesday. And then now also I'm going to the dentist Tuesday, Thursday, cause I don't have class. Um, and it's like, okay, I barely go to lab, um, but that's fine. So what I have been doing instead is like, we did this like one imaging experiment and now I'm working on like, okay, let me like get my data analysis, like, like flow, like super under control. And like, I'm also mentoring students. So I'm like writing down like literally every step of them, like, okay, put this here, make sure you have this here. And like, this is how you should name your files. And this is how to log into everything. And, um, it's really like made me super organized and thinking about like, okay, now someone else has to do it. I can't just be like throwing things in folders or like just naming it, whatever. Like, um, <laughs> so like great. that's, yeah, it's been, it's been helpful. Um, so like, yeah. And then they're going to go image tomorrow without me. And I'm like, I feel like, a, you you know, like, I don't know if you've ever babysat and then they're like, okay, the apple juices are in the fridge at 7 PM. You have to go to bed and this is here. And like, you, you can watch one thing of TV, you know, like that's how <laughs> I felt. I was like, okay, everything's here. If you need anything, call me, I'll be available on Slack. I, this is in the freezer. Da, 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 da. Here's the papers that, you know, like, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah. So I'm, I'm like nervous to see it's the first time they've imaged without me so I'm just like I hope they can do it <laughs> and it's not like I feel like feel yeah. that they're gonna um, do it for the first time I but... feel so nervous it it wasn't my decision I like I it was like hmm. Olive wanted this stuff done and I'm just like not there and it was kind of like oh well like let's structure so that when you're not here the like these two people can go you know do stuff so that we could still move the project forward and I was like yeah um, but I really wanted to go once with them and like, let them run, like let them touch everything. But I'm just standing there to make sure like, if they have any questions, I can immediately answer them. Um, and then after that, like let them go by themselves. Um, but there's like, we skipped the me standing there part because of my dentist, which is like a whole other thing. Um, so yeah, so it's like, it's not how I wanted to train them, but like, it's just like the situation. Um, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. I mean, the worst is nothing. That. I mean, it's not like it's a like hundred thousand dollar core instrument. I know that doesn't belong to us. <laughs> but it's like what's it happen? They break the skull. They break it. Well, I say that because there is this like um, school of therapy where if you're really worried about something that you can't control, then you like already like exercise your mind into thinking like okay this is a possibility this is a possibility yeah if I do this these are the two outcomes yeah like familiarize yourself with it so like if it happens and it's like out of your control then your brain's already like okay yeah I knew that yeah yeah I'm really not expecting anything I all I my biggest thing is like I want them to learn if they go there and they realize like, oh, I didn't think about this or like, oh, like this didn't work. But at least they're like, oh, I know I can now think about why this didn't work or like what's going on. 
I'm happy. Like I, I'm not expecting them to have a full data set for me. Like I, I think that's unreasonable. So I just want them to be able to like feel like they're learning to, how to do something. Yes. And that's wow. all. I want. Plus, if something happens, Only. it's not your call. It's not my fault. I'm not. I think Paul is responsible. So yes, exactly. That's not, that's not, my, that's not my problem. Yeah. Sorry, Lenise, you were saying something. I was going to say, oh, I wish I was like four years younger so that I could be mentored by Amanda. What yeah. a wonderful way Thanks. to describe mentorship. Yeah, Which I'm really trying to write into other things. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Sorry. Really I'm trying, trying to, to establish. What? I'm trying to establish this is how we are considering mentorship in my lab. Every time Paula talks to like it was one time me him and the rotation student and he was like talking about it was like the beginning of the rotation I was like I turned to her and I go yeah the important thing is that you learn you don't have to get anything to work at all don't worry about it I just want you to try da 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 -da. this is all about your learning and then Paula was like okay (laughs) like there's you can't fight me when I just said that to somebody you know what I mean you can't be like he's like yeah I just really want you to try I'm like yeah we will try but like don't expect don't expect us to like solve, like cure cancer. It's a six week rotation. I'm here to learn and like vibe check. So yeah, sorry, as you were saying. I was just gonna say, that's a great segue into the other thing that a lot of us are doing this quarter, whether it be in the classroom or in lab, we all kind of mentor other people in some kind of way or are the mentee oftentimes. Yeah. Um, in some kind of way. Um, what, what, well, Amanda just spoke on her mentorship. Would you want to speak more on it? Or Asama, do you want to say something? I can also say something. Who wants to go first? <laughs> well, I want to hear about Asama's undergrad because it's it's kind of wild that like you just switched into this lab and they're like, now you're responsible for this person. <laughs> um, I feel like, okay, this is going to sound very like loosey-goosey, but like it feels right. And I feel like I actually have technical and also like background like technical skill and background to actually not talk about the subject but like also train people like in the lab on how to do these particular things so I see it as like a job change kind of so it's not like I changed my job and I'm the intern again I changed my job Mm -hmm. and I'm like associate scientist yeah so it is somewhat expected that like if an undergrad or an intern come and ask me stuff like I know a certain amount or Mm -hmm. I -hmm. can like show them how to do whatever xyz so even though it seems like everything happens super fast like I'm really glad to like have students to talk to and mentor and also learn from them because I think our undergrads are super smart like these UC schools are I feel like everyone just has this like certain level of like drive, like whether it's academic or like research or whatever, like they're about. So I like really admire my students as well. Um, So I'm really glad that my PI trusts me to, you know, teach everything I know Mm -hmm. to students. Um, I also love that I get to like, even though my lab is not new, I still get to sort of like plant the flag like what Amanda was talking about and how we um, create systems for like organizing um, our files or shared equipment or like resources in the lab Um, so I mean I've been in the lab for like 
a few weeks. So my training is sort of starting and I would say ad hoc because like sometimes students do like a million things. So I would see some undergrads like a couple of times a week. Um, but beyond, beyond lab, I'm also a mentor for Bump, which if you remember from season one, we had Smeda and Saroj both on um, the leadership team at Bump, which is biology, undergraduate and master mentoring program, our mentorship program through the biology program. Lots of programs in one sentence. Um, so we get paired with undergrads who are looking to maybe um, gain some research skills, some writing skills, or trying to go into a field that maybe we're familiar with or can give advice on. And then we just talk to them about how we can best help support them. So I think it's been really rewarding. Um, I always tell Anissa and Amanda that I always cry when I talk to my mentees because I know like it's really wholesome. I love it's when nice. students ask questions. Um, yeah, and I promise to help them write all the emails that they need to write. Cute. But anyways, I'm just rambling at this point. Lenise, popcorn um, to you. I... Hi. Hello. Um, I think something that I, I struggle with personally um, mm. and has manifested in me mentoring or lack thereof is uh, I don't like saying no. I want to help oh. everyone and everyone. Yeah. And sometimes I just don't have the mileage or the battery to mentor. Mm. And I think one important thing about mentoring is knowing when you, you, you might not be the best mentor and maybe someone else will be a best mentor. Yeah. Um, last yeah. quarter I was approached about having a rotation student and um, I was like, ah, like one, mm -hmm. my project wasn't anywhere mm -hmm. that I thought I could actually give them a portion of it and then learn something. Um, mm -hmm. And also with IAIN, I just, I mean, I didn't go in a lab really at all today. Won't really go in a lab at all Thursday, stuff like that. Um, when a lot of the experiments that we do can be time sensitive um, mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah. So I'm not this rotation person's formal mentor, but thankfully I'm able to give help where I can. So teaching them how to do a transfection and being there when they do their first one and make sure that they have a support system and like a person there for them to ask a question mm. if they need to. Cause I know when I first learned how to transfect, I have questions about everything and it's like easy to be like, just do it. It's, it's on the paper. Yeah. But like, sometimes it's just nice to have a reaffirming question mm -hmm. being like, Hey, is, am I doing this right? Yeah. Um, so while I'm not a formal mentor, I hope, I think, I think I'm establishing confidence in myself and establishing myself as a mentor in the lab because people start asking me questions now. I'm like, Oh my oh. God, you guys think I know things enough to ask me questions? <laughs> Thanks. I'm gonna go get uh, Chris or Brian, and we'll make sure that I'm doing this. Sure. Um, uh, no, but I think I think it's it's nice to have the answers to things, um, and that's true for in the lab as well as like IAIN. Um, like I see the quiz material and stuff, and I'm like, wow, I know these things. I Can't didn't really. know these things before, and it's just like, a, oh. <laughs> Amanda, <laughs> you know, you just have to review. 
That's that's the same. That's the same. I never know. I never <laughs> learned how to identify the alpha carbon in an amino acid. What are they teaching these kids? I'm from Florida. <laughs> from Florida. <laughs> but you can that's learn on check.com. Oh, hello. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned I'm, for I'm our. Happy you know what's going on. Hello. <laughs> um, I'm happy to be you fair, know what's going on. Yeah, to be fair, I'm taking a very relevant class to my like current research, so I think yeah, it's fair to assume that I know some things, mm-hmm. but it's a nice reminder to actually show myself that I know something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm also being menteed. And my um, being mentee, what is it called? Confidence is being like boosted as yeah. I mentor others. Yeah. Cute. So. Fun. Let's take a little break. We have some new sponsors. Have you heard about Canva? Canva Pro is the premium plan of Canva that comes with additional features, including unlimited storage for photos and assets. You can upload your own images and access millions of photos. You'll also get exclusive access to 400,000 free photos, illustrations, and templates. You can use Canva for school, for marketing purposes, or even just making a desktop for your laptop. That's cool. Sign up and get a 30-day free trial with our link. Partner.canva.com slash triplicates. So remember when Amanda was talking about identifying her alpha carbons? Well, you can get all the practice, all the studying you need from Chegg.com. Chegg study gives you access to homework help and allows you to look up all the answers to questions in your textbook because sometimes you have to pay extra to get those answer keys. Like it makes no sense. And Chegg has a database for all of the versions, all of the books, that you need. You can even submit new questions to experts and get answers to them in as little as 30 minutes. You can use our code CHEGAFF5. That is C-H-E-G-G-A-F-F-5 for $5 off first month of CHEG study. Welcome back. We talked a lot about stuff that is required of us in school. Um, But some of us also do a lot of extracurricular stuff, which makes our days long, but it's fulfilling. It's rewarding. We want to do all this stuff. Um, Yeah. Like for example, did you guys know I have a podcast? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) The the one sentence. So you can always count on a song saying at any meeting. (laughs) Wait, uh, also... Uh, we had during recruitment uh, faculty like Zoom breakout rooms with like recruits and stuff. And one of the faculty members were like, Amanda has a podcast. <laughs> it killed me. I'm like, not faculty even plugging the podcast during these events. Yes. Uh, yeah. We're but, yeah. popular. We're celebrities. I think we're like a micro celebrity just here, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, Asama, you're doing nucleate which is i can't spell that but that's okay um, <laughs> you it seems like you've been having a lot of little meetings and like a lot of meetups and like there's group stuff like what's going on with that 
I, yeah. I have a silly question before oh, you get into sure. the serious stuff. Is it nucleate with an exclamation point? Like when you introduce it, do you go nucleate <laughs> every time? No, the exclamation point is actually all Amanda. Yes, I I, I typed that line in there and I misspelled she it. She was and very Osama excited. Had to back. I, was, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> nucleate. <laughs> nucleate. Great. Yeah. Okay, continue. I think nucleate is the perfect organization for me because as you recall, before coming to grad school, I was working in various stages of biotech startups. And in addition to honing in on my science skills, thinking deeply about these problems that can be applied to solving um, disease indications and whatnot, I was also super curious to learn how people make connections, how can you convince someone to give you funding to cure certain Mm -hmm. disease? What does it mean to do market research? How do you find the right mentor? How do you find the mentors who look like you? So in grad school, when I I heard about Nucleate, I immediately jumped on board and I said, look, I am passionate about connecting people. I want to fund all the good ideas, but I don't have the money clearly. Mm So I joined Nucleate as part of the sponsorship and partnership team where I get Mm -hmm. the utmost privilege of talking to rich people and convincing them to fund students. So I have been having, my main goal here is to connect our um, students who have ideas for the next big biotech, connect Mm -hmm. them with mentors who've been in the industry for years and years and want to keep all the talents in San Diego. Okay, cool. cool, I also have been having meetings with different folks from the Bay to Boston Mm -hmm. to ask them about the best way to go about running a new company because this is hard and there's no like rule book for it. So Mm -hmm. the more you can connect people together, the more you can um, field information and figure out what's best for you. Mm -hmm. I have an upcoming workshop that I'm super proud to facilitate. It's on justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. And I have invited folks who are director of diversity and inclusion from a big biotech company in Boston and also um, entrepreneur in residence at UCSD who has led several organizations who are women found and proud funded Um, just people who don't look like your typical biotech leader to Mm -hmm. come talk to these people because I want the world to know that there are different types of people out there. And Mm -hmm. as long as you have the skill set, you have this groundbreaking idea, anyone can run a company. Lovely. So that's me. So if you have money, hit me up. (laughs) <laughs> if you have money hit me up too but for other reasons <laughs> i need to pay my rent put up amanda um i have a follow-up question yeah um getting into new things that you're interested about but really know nothing about can be very scary um mm-hmm. say we have a hypothetical person that that statement relates to um <laughs> How would you suggest they kind of get started in this like idea of biotech industry stuff? I would say depending on how you 
learn best or how you like to interact with this sort of community there are different opportunities like you can sit in on a lecture you can go to little workshops with like the biotech club or like we have multiple entrepreneurs in residence at UCSD or you can join Nucleate as one of the like committee members and like at first it was kind of intimidating to me because I don't know anyone in San Diego like who am I gonna ask for money but the way that Nucleate is sort of like organized is we have different groups of people so you're not writing that email by yourself you're not going through a list of potential scholarships by yourself so at least for me working in groups and like doing things that are very specific but it seems achievable like helps me and now I'm sending emails all by myself yeah Um, but I will tell you about all the all the things that I'm going to so income with people um, I would love to be a founding employee of your company. Whenever <laughs> yeah, hire me. Um, I'm trying to stay here. Right now. Hire me. Oh my god! I approximately will graduate in 2026. Yeah, same, 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 same year as me. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm gonna take a little longer so you can you can figure establish <laughs> yourself and hire me. One of my absolute favorite thing that I did last week was so one of the companies is trying to do something microbiome related, and mm-hmm. they had uh, mentors dropped out last minute, and mm-hmm. my team was like, "Okay, does anyone know anyone in the microbiome therapeutic space?" And I was like, "Hello." So even though my job, my official title is to get us the funding the grants and stuff I was able to personally connect these like students in this team to my mentors from undergrad and from industry and they were both super excited to work with these students so I feel like I made a good connection and I just love connecting people and like help them grow look at that informal mentor wow Go with Sama. Round of applause for you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Okay, well, enough about me. <laughs> Amanda, what have you been up to? Um, I've been up to a lot. Um, first and foremost, I've been ma- making bad financial decisions. That's a whole other thing. I'm getting my scuba certification, <laughs> which is like a lot of money. Um, but it's something but I've always wanted to do. How is that bad? It can be career advancing. Um, it technically is career advancing, but I feel like I no longer want to do the career that it would be advancing. So um, we'll reflect on that later. Um, mostly I just want to see an octopus in its habitat. Um, and that's enough motivation. so cool. Yeah, I, they're like my one of my favorite animals other than jellyfish. They're like top two. Um, yeah, so I did, I've been doing that. And then I've been, uh, doing a lot of work with OSTEM, uh, which is our, our, we established the graduate chapter of out in STEM for UCSD this year officially. And Asama has been on our, you know, executive board too. So it's been great to work with Asama and like, we've been like planning a lot of stuff, planning a lot of events, uh, you know, organizing, we have a monthly seminar, we do a book club I make all the flyers. We're having a trivia thing next week. Um, oh, you're making your flyers. I make my flyers on Canva actually. So <laughs> I use Canva. I, that's not even a joke. Like literally all my, my flyers are on Canva and it, they're so yes. cute. I use it all the time. It's so adorable. Um, yeah. So that's been, that's been super rewarding. And like to see it grow from like the six of us to now there's like 40 something people on our Slack channel. That's like great. And then people are, are, 
like coming to our our seminar. I want more people to come to our seminar. Um, I'm I started the weekly or biweekly newsletter for our group. Just like I don't know, I've never made a newsletter before, so like that's fun. Um, and then also I'm helping with uh, recruitment for our PhD program, like interview weekend, which we talked about um, on our episode last year or like a year ago. Uh, if you want any questions, comments about what that's like, that's there. Um, but I'm technically on a, on a committee, but I feel like I don't do anything. Um, don't say that. No, it's true. <laughs> um, you are the hostess. I am. I am the hostess with the mostest. Yes. Um, I, my, like my main job is to like email students to tell them to come to events like grad students. So my I'm favorite most- is when you go, are the meeting rooms open? Oh. <laughs> okay, I I think that night I wasn't wearing my glasses. So Asama's referring to when I was hosting the network. It's like a speed networking for graduate students that are already in the program and then recruits that are like trying to get into the program. Um, and I'm trying to make breakout rooms that have at least a grad student and then, you know, all the recruits can have questions for this one grad student. Um, but I didn't have my glasses on because I was trying to look cute. Um, and I was like three inches from my computer screen, like trying to put people because the, te- the text is so small when they in the breakout room window. And I'm trying to read in people's names. I asked everyone to put if they were a recruit or a first year, or like what year they're in. And that was like the first event these recruits have been to that is hosted by UCSD. And they just get me on Wednesdays, which is when I teach have office hours, have my meeting with my my two people I mentor in my lab. And then I should be going to my spin class also on Wednesdays. So I'm tired by the time that stuff comes around. I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to get these breakout rooms open. <laughs> just stressed. <laughs> um, but yeah, but that's I like my, my main thing. I think you did great. Thank you. Um, I, mean, I don't believe anything anyone says to me when it's positive. So... <laughs> Very charming, very charismatic. Yes. Thank you. Yes, there, there's one was popping. Thank you. Um, I do think I have a personality that is a, a personality that's entertaining, at least. Um, if you're on the other end of it the is. Zoom call, yeah. So, um, and I also did I someone's attest. birth chart during this thing. <laughs> and mine. Yeah, I did Lenise's, and then I made a joke of like, oh, because I like you can't put yourself in a breakout room unless you like go join. Um, manually and I was like oh I'll, I'll I'll do people's birth charts if you want to stay here with me and this person did stay there and I did her birth chart um, and she was very excited about it and then she went to like whatever room like was automatically assigned to her but anyways so that was fun yeah that's me right now uh, I'm less cool don't have so much going on um, I uh, was involved in recruitment at a lower position than I originally thought. It was going to be no tea, no shade. I guess it was all tea, all shade. <laughs> lower um, position? It was nice to go to the event. Um, yeah, just a, just a, like everyone else. Switching okay. up positions for you? Oh, no. <laughs> um, but in the process of talking about these things, I remembered I have a responsibility. I'm on student co student committee, student co. You're in council. GPSA. <laughs> but it's 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 nice seeing, I guess like as grad students, we tend to be like, oh yeah, someone's working on that somewhere. 
mm-hmm. for all the and you're the someone working on it. that we make we're the someone's somewhere trying to work on it um I don't know if I contribute to it much but I'm glad to see that other people have amazing ideas and like five page plans for one wow. problem and multiple solutions wow um wow. so it's good to see that things are actually happening um <clears throat> yeah people are great great and Amanda inspired me to reading oh, oh okay what are you reading what are you reading okay do you want to I have a I'm book club group chat multiple- if you want That'll stress me out. I don't. Oh, okay. Don't. No, we just I'm send TikToks this. back and forth. <laughs> Can you read it oh, for... Oh, Isabel Allende? Oh, yeah. Isabel Allende, The House of Spirits. I really like that book. Um, And Dune, because I watched the movie okay. and it made no sense. And I wanted oh. it to make sense. Oh, I see. I see. I see. You could have just asked my mom. She went on like a seven minute rant uh, about Dune. About Dune? Yeah. She was like, you need to know these things before you see it. And then I never saw it anyways. Um, Let's call her after this okay. recording because I watched it. It also didn't make sense yeah. because I fell asleep. <laughs> okay, that's a different situation. <laughs> well, that's my a different mom, problem. My mom said you have to watch the one that was made in the 70s or something, which is a two-part movie. Yeah, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors before we close out the show. Hey y'all, Sanin Factory is a Black-owned skincare brand that prides itself on providing natural homemade products. If you are a skincare buff and love to have the taste of luxury at home on a university budget, these products are for you. They have three scented exfoliating scrubs that are catered to your skin's needs. So as you head into another school year, having a scrub that not only nourishes your body, but helps you relax after a long day is a must. You can use code TP10, that's the letter T, the letter P, the number one, the number zero, for 10% off of your order on stainedfactory.com. I think that's case sensitive. So to use a capital T, a capital P, the, the number one, and then the number zero to get 10% off on your order on stainedfactory.com. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Now, to round out our show, we're going to do some observations, run some stats on our data. Asama, question of the week? The question is, do you like icebreaker questions? Like, does anyone like, like those? those? And does the answer change now that you're an IA? Oh, we're the ones asking the icebreaker questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Lenise. Oh. Oh, you raised I your just hand. I was raising my hand saying I'm an IA. Like, oh, I'm an IA. oh I see. I see. I see. I see. But do you like icebreaker But I questions? can answer. Um. Yeah, I think I don't, I, uh, throwing it back to undergrad and I guess grad school, I don't like being like, okay, introduce yourselves and your majors and one fun fact. I feel like there's a lot of pressure to be, to have a cool fact. Um, and I mean, sometimes you're not that interesting. Um, (laughs) but the questions that I have now started to ask as an IA has changed my mind about icebreaker questions I think it's fun having a random question not related to anything at all and having them answer it every class I learn so much so yes I like them I agree I don't like the icebreakers that are like tell us your major and one fun fact one fun fact dead I don't ever want to have anyone ever ask me for a fun fact ever again Um, (laughs) but I love especially as an IA 
I've been asking them like a bunch of random questions and it's been super fun and I actually like want to hear what they say. Um, I ask them a lot of like food related questions because I think that's something everyone can comment on. Um, so I asked like, oh, if you can only eat one breakfast food ever again for the rest of your life, like what's the one food you're going to eat? And there's like, you know, then there's some debate about like, okay, is it scrambled eggs because it's versatile? Yes, I'm team French toast. Some people are like cereal, oatmeal, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and then another one I like that I use a lot right now is like a, what's the best pasta shape? And I think I stole that from Lenise, but it's a good one. Everyone ha- immediately has an opinion and I think it's fun to hear what everyone's favorite pasta shape is. So yes, um, I like icebreaker questions. I remember Amanda's answer to this icebreaker question of what's the most boring thing about you? And her answer was that she was born in New Jersey. Yes. Maybe I'll flip the script and ask that to see. (laughs) Well, if you recall, I was an orientation leader and a Mm. tour guide. I did literally every other student affairs related job title. So I love icebreakers. I feel like I learned so much about the people in the room. Um, But I also love it when I'm in like a group meeting and someone asks that question because I just learned so much about people. Mm-hmm. We love to learn yeah. about the people we're surrounded by. And it's okay. Because like, I want people to know how not exciting, you know, my weekend is. Or like the most fun thing that I've ever done is like not nearly as fun or adventurous. But that's fine. That's who I am. But you have a podcast. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Believe it or not, that's not my go-to fun fact. That's just like <laughs> on my resume. Lenny, what's, what's the stats? What's What are we looking like over here? So... <laughs> I I think it's a hundred percent of PhD wow. students in our study like icebreaker questions. Amazing, we are wow. reformed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Asama, <laughs> I'm sorry, I I was too busy being reformed. Um, but if there's any other topic reform related or not, um, let us know. You can share with us. You can find us. On all the things. Lanise will tell you. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at triplicatespod. And you can email us triplicatespod at gmail.com. If you like us, support us on patreon.com slash triplicatespod. And with that, obrigada y chao. <laughs> Gracias y adios. Bye. 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 Bye.